and good morning, Xbox Nation. We're doing another impromptu podcast. Yes, that's right. Mr. Boomstick, Zemi Games, and special guest Kirby Louise are going to be with you for the next 60-something minutes to discuss one of the hottest topics in gaming history. Besides Bethesda now being owned by Microsoft, there is a tremendous debate going on within the gaming community, but more importantly, the gaming media community, who is, in essence, calling foul that all of Bethesda's big titles, and you know who I'm talking about, we're talking about the dooms, we're talking about the fallouts, we're talking about the Wolfensteins, those games are potentially going to remain exclusive to the Xbox platform. And the reason why I decided to uh, talk about this is for two particular reasons. One, tomorrow on the regular edition of the Xbox Factor podcast, we are going to be blessed. And I mean absolutely blessed because the Xbox Pope will be making his first time appearance on any of my programs. And of course, we talk, We took the Xbox Factor to be the red carpet rollout. And we're going to be talking tomorrow about his new business, the trials and tribulations about running a small business. And we're going to be breaking down some of the potential controversy that came out during the pricing of his controllers. And he will have all of the answers. And folks, listen, without even going into too much detail, you love his work. His work is impeccable. It's unlike anything you've seen before. And he is an artist. And in turn, if you want premium quality, you got to pay the piper. And if you want a premium uh, Pope Art controller, you're just going to have to spend the money and support a man that has done nothing but show love to this community. So we're going to get into that tomorrow. And of course, we, we, tomorrow we're also going to be covering the Tokyo Game Show, which goes live at 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And the big floating rumor, folks, is that Microsoft potentially has purchased Sega slash Sammy, and they're making that announcement tomorrow. Now, folks, that's a rumor. Don't go crazy and said, boom, confirmed it. I heard it from different sources. People are talking about it. It has been making the rounds since midnight of last night. And we've seen some pictures from Sega with, you know, green glasses filled with something that looked quite tasty and Sonic hanging out. And we've seen a woman using the S the X signal while she's lying over her desk. And there's a lot of hints as to something big coming. So those are going to be the two major um, uh, pieces of discussion tomorrow. So, you know, the other, the other uh, thing I want to tackle real quick is, is the congratulations that I must give to Dealer Gaming. Now, Dealer and I are very good friends. He's been on this program before. I've been on his uh, podcast multiple times. Last night on RDX, they, they passed milestones that if I, as a podcaster who respect everyone on that panel, didn't just kind of give five minutes to, I would feel like a heel. Uh, Dealer, Colt Eastwood. Tim Dog, Jay Fonzarelli, Zalker87, D-Batch. They had a couple of big-time guests come in um, as well. And, you know, the work that they do on a weekly basis for us, because remember, at the end of the day, I'm a podcaster, but I'm also a fan. And I'm a fan of Dealer and everyone on that panel. 5,000-plus people turned in or tuned in, I should say. And it uh, what a what an accomplishment. Like, it is... When you think about the numbers that he is getting, 
he is outpacing easily something like IGN Unlocked, which is garbage, to be honest with you. Uh, that That's a reality. And, and I'm, I'm not afraid to go up against IGN because you know how I feel about them. I think that they're a bunch of hacks, and I'm not afraid to say it, folks. Listen, no one's going to care what Boomstick says. I'm a nobody, and that's fine. But I don't like them as, as a company, and I think that they're, they have turned in from, what, from when I used to support them, they have really turned down the dark path. And to think that a, 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 you know, a regular dude like Dealer Gaming could surpass a company-driven conglomerate like IGN is astonishing. And it, it, is, it is so exciting to know that the, the, this community, the, the us, the, uh, you know, us that are not a part of the IGN's GameSpots and Kotaku's and other of these uh, entities, as just game fans could produce such love and uh, admiration from this community it, it really is a driving force for why we do the content that we do so of course i want to welcome everybody that's here and of course let's talk to our special guest now this is the first time kirby louise is actually on the program and that's a big deal because he's he supported me with super chats many times i didn't know who he was until i heard him on rdx a couple of weeks ago so kirby louise welcome to the program and why don't you just kind of give the the fans we have almost 400 people already here about just give us a, a bio of who you are and what you do in the industry Hi, uh, thanks for having me on, first of all. And uh, I am a currently a 21-year-old college student who, in their free time, enjoys uh, coding and programming and such. And about a year ago, I started work on a pair of game engines for Xbox uh, Scarlet. At, well, at least that was what it was known at the time, the, uh, which is now obviously the Series X and Series S. Windows 10, as well as the Nintendo Switch, as uh, for a couple of reasons, basically surrounding the uh, ability to get my hands on a dev kit for those systems. And um, I, you know, I just do this kind of on my own, solo indie as a hobby. I I enjoy it. I, you know, uh, how do I say this? I, I, uh, also, you know, I enjoyed gaming, so I thought, well, why don't I try and make some games? And <laughs> my programming background kind of led me to, well, how about I make an engine instead? Oh, man. Well, listen, dude, you know what? Uh, 21 years old. My God, dude. You you, you made me feel like definitely the old, <clears throat> student, the old man in the room because I'm going to be 50 on Friday. And to think that you are designing engines and you're working with Xbox, dude, your future seems like it's going to be extremely bright. And... uh Big props for you for making this decision very early in your life to to want to work in gaming because it is a hard business to break into. And the fact that you get to work with Microsoft, my God, dude, that is absolutely incredible. So I, I'm looking forward to hearing more. And certainly, uh, based on uh, you know your, your you know your excitement to being on this on on this particular program, we're definitely going to have you back. But dude, congratulations on that. That's a that's a big win for you. And uh, even even more congratulations that you're doing this at such a young age, bro. That is that is awesome, dude. No doubt about that. But what I want to do is I kind of want to just ring this back in. Uh, and I want to talk about the topic at hand. Now, this, again, is an impromptu show. There's no show notes. This We're just going off pure emotion. 
Um, and I, and I kind of just want to, you know, point out a couple of things. Now, granted, this isn't going to be a two-hour show. Uh, it's not made made to be anything more than a discussion about one particular topic. So if you're if you're in the chat, and I know that we already have 415 people here, get ready for a very spicy debate. Uh, because one of the things that I find to be uh, absolutely uh, gut wrenching and annoying, as just as a human being, but as as a game fan is the term same energy and it it was obviously a a millennial kind of a thing and you know being again the old man in the room you know originally it just made no sense to me but then of course you know when you do social media you you have to incorporate it into your into your speech and that particular phrase has been used more times than not in a playstation community that is the toxic one that we enjoy staying clear away from and, you know, one of the biggest things to come out of the Bethesda deal or the, the, Zen, the ZeniMax um, uh, Bethesda deal was instead of the gaming media uh, cheering for Microsoft, uh, you know, for the fact that they now have 23 first party studios, which is insane to even say out loud. The immediate narrative, the immediate conversation went to, well, What's the big deal? These games are going to stay multi-plat anyway. And I, I'm going to bring her name up because I like her work. I think she's she's a fantastic addition to the um, podcast, the Xbox podcast on Kind of Funny, Alana Pierce. Alana Pierce, I like her a lot. I think she's super edgy, super knowledgeable, diehard gamer through and through. She's one of the, the, the gaming media that she said something to the effect that she – was hoping that Microsoft wouldn't lock these games behind, uh, you know, a, a, a console paywall, make basically saying that she didn't want these games to remain exclusive. And I say, well, that's the most ridiculous goddamn thing I've ever heard. Simply because if the shoe was on on the other foot, Sony would be putting their boot up Microsoft's ass. That that's the bottom line. And to think for a second that Microsoft would uh, spend seven point five billion to then potentially. Um, you know, not gain the market share that they deserve that had Sony take away from them this entire generation is it's it's you have to be insane to even suggest that now good friend of the show also debatch uh, last night on RDX was in the same camp he believed from a businessman's uh, perspective that um, Microsoft would in turn have lots of these games um, stay multiplied even if Microsoft got them for a six month or one year um, upfront exclusive to eventually releasing them onto like a PlayStation 5. And a lot of people on the panel, uh, you know, they understood his point, but they disagreed. And I, and I absolutely disagree with that as well. I, I think that when you, sp- when you spend $7.5 billion, with a B, you want to make money. Now, I know that a lot of people, uh, like even Dealer was saying, that to consider this as just being a Game Pass move is insulting. And to some extent, I do agree with him. It, 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 it at the end of the day, Microsoft wants to regain market share. The way that you regain market share is with exclusive content. Now, I know that the old uh, that that Microsoft's you know um, ideology of selling boxes isn't the same as Sony for sure. There's no doubt about it. They they actually probably don't even care as much as Sony when it comes to how many consoles they're going to sell. They want to sell you the services. They want to sell you the games. But you can't tell me that having the next Doom Eternal, whatever it's going to be called, 
or the next Fallout New Vegas or the next Fallout 5 or Elder Scrolls 6. You cannot tell me with a straight face that having that those games exclusive to your box and PC through Game Pass is something that's going to be a detriment to the console or the IPs. As a matter of fact, I said this weeks and weeks ago, and Zemi, you could back me up on this. I said that this was going to be one of the biggest generations where there's going to be people who support multiple consoles in their home, meaning that there was going to be a PlayStation 5 and there was going to be an Xbox Series X or S because the games are going to warrant you owning multiple platforms. Zemi, when you hear the, the debate going on with some of, again, gaming, gaming media much different than our social media circles that we roll in because we know that there's knuckleheads and there's big opinions and there's trolls. But when the media starts rolling and making suggestions that this, this deal is a detriment to the industry, uh, it's a detriment to PlayStation, it's going to hurt uh, the gaming as we know it, I, I find it to be a farce. And I think it's a double standard that needs to be spoken about. What, what, what are your thoughts on my theories about all of these big IPs remaining exclusive to Microsoft. I think uh, un undoubtedly some of them will be exclusive to Microsoft. I, I, I think that that is something very, very safe to say. However, not all of them will be. Uh, because it just it, it, it doesn't really make a whole lot of sense for Microsoft, in my opinion. I think Elder Scrolls, we are definitely going to see on, on, on the PlayStation 5. Uh, I don't know about Doom. Uh, I would say probably Fallout. We would see on the uh, on the PlayStation Five as well. Um, but you know, but but ultimately, there will be some games that will remain exclusive, or might you know be put on Steam and maybe even put on Switch, but just not PlayStation, right? right. That might be Xbox's you know little jab at at, at PlayStation. But you know, you know, uh, the the last show that we had, you know, I was um, well, I think it was the last show. Um, I, I was talking about, you know, this, how successful Skyrim is, yeah. right? Um, 30 million units moved fourth best selling game, uh, you know, at least, you know, from that, uh, uh, game, game, uh, game rant article, uh, that I was reading, right. They didn't sell 30 mi million units by only selling on Xbox, right. They didn't, you know, and, and, and that's the thing. It's like, you know, Xbox isn't going to make a tremendous amount of money moving hardware. They're going to make a tremendous amount of money moving software. You know, um, I, I also shared some numbers. Um, I, I don't remember if I did it on podcast or if I did it, you know, while we were having our little backroom chat. But um, I believe it was like in 2017, 2018, 88% of the revenue in the games industry came from software, right? That is Microsoft's bread and butter. That's how they're going to make money. That's Sony's bread and butter as well. That's how they're going to make money. And, you know, to, to imagine them not putting that game on PlayStation, it, it would, it, 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 it would hurt them more than it would help them. You know, you said something interesting, you know, them not, you know, them, them keeping all Bethesda titles exclusive, like, you know, it wouldn't be detrimental to Xbox, but it wouldn't be positive necessarily to Xbox either because they would be losing out on a lot of money. They'd be leaving a lot of money off that table. 
And for that reason, I think that, you know, we're going to see uh, it, it just be a very selective thing. Certain titles will be coming to PlayStation and other platforms and certain titles just, you know, they just won't be. Um, and, and, you know, um, I, I, I also think that having timed exclusivity might also, you know, play in that as well, right? I could, I could possibly perceive uh, Elder Scrolls 6 being a you know six month year timed exclusive and that wouldn't be anything new for the elder scrolls franchise um specifically um during the 360 days um it you know playstation was very very late on getting uh elder scrolls oblivion right yeah um mm -hmm. So, so I could see definitely, you know, timed exclusives happening with some of those really, really big titles, but you know, Elder Scrolls is, is honestly from, from what I'm looking at Xbox's biggest moneymaker where Bethesda, where, where this acquisition, this, um, uh, you know, the word acquisition acquisition, uh, is concerned. And so to not put that game specifically that game on the PlayStation, they would be losing out on a lot of money. Um, and, and there are other positives that come from, you know, this acquisition other than, you know, trying to move consoles by, by denying gamers, you know, games to play, right. You know, look at it like this, them having Bethesda basically, you know, is, is a way for them to try to even stomp out Google Stadia even more or mm -hmm. stomp out um, PlayStation's version of their streaming service, right? Because they could put, you know, uh, Elder Scrolls onto the, you know, the, the, the PlayStation platform or even possibly onto the Google Stadium platform to sell, but they would never put it on, on any of their actual streaming services, right? So, so from that point of view, it, it, it has real value for Microsoft, you know, and there's other ways that it has value to Microsoft other than them just making sure that nobody else can get it unless they own an Xbox so that they can move more hardware that they're going to be losing money on. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. You know what though? I, I, and I, I understand your point and it makes perfect sense, but he, here, here's the, here's the caveat to that. And Kirby Louise, I want to bring you in in a second, brother. Um, the reason why, I, I, I understand your point, and I personally think that that's not going to happen is because this. Every game that's going to be coming out in the next couple of years from Bethesda are going to be PlayStation 5 and Series X and S only. Okay? So the 112 million PlayStation owners becomes an irrelevant number. Becomes a moot number. So if you think, let, let, let's just say for shits and giggles. Let's just say for shits and giggles that Microsoft sells 10 million uh, S, uh, Xs and Xs in the next two years. And Sony does the same thing. Sony sells 10 million PlayStation 5s. We have to start going into the, into, into the, 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 the deep valleys of what becomes, uh, is it worth Microsoft to allow Sony to play one of their games that they own? And I'm going to say no, it doesn't at that point, because let's just say, for instance, 30%. If you want to even get crazy, let's say 40%, 40% of the PlayStation 10 million owners, PlayStation 5, in two years from now, by the, the, the next uh, four, uh, you know, Elder Scrolls, 4 million, right? Microsoft has to, in turn, pay Sony 30%. They get 30% off the top because Microsoft owns those IPs, and those games are going on to the PlayStation platform. 
So then they're already taking a 30% loss. Whereas if you turn around and you become, uh, you be basically, again, ripping a page right out of Sony's book and you say, no, these games are not available there. They're only available on Game Pass and PC and Steam and Xbox. What that tells me is that if you are a fan of Elder Scrolls, you're going to go out and buy an Xbox. Or, like all of these master PC race people out here, you're going to go play your games on PC. Because you remember, that was a narrative. Xbox has no games, right? It's, it's, it, it, I just played on my PC, so I don't need an Xbox. So those same people with that same energy, here's that term again, will go play these games on their piece, their monster rigs. So if you, again, if you look at the dollars versus cents, keeping these games exclusive to Microsoft sells what? Sells the hardware. But you know what? You don't need to buy the hardware. You can play on your laptop. You can play on your phone. You're probably going to be able to play on your TV with the apps that are all coming in on all new TVs next year from Samsung. You won't actually need a console, but you need a $15 subscription to Game Pass. And PC still has 10 times more gamers than both the PlayStation 5 and the Xbox uh, Series X and X will have in that two-year period. So you're still going to get those 4 million sales from the PC side and potentially get new customers coming into your ecosystem. So if it's me running Microsoft, I would say absolutely not. They're not getting, they will not get one fucking title. And that's the end of the story. But again, that, that, that's just my personal opinion. I, again, I, I, I'm, I'm pulling a page out of Sony's book. I'm telling them, because so, again, let's, let's, let's just say this for, for, for fun, right? Insomniac Games. Amazing developer. In fact, I would dare say that they're probably the PlayStation's best developer, in my opinion. If they decided to make Sunset Overdrive 2, do you think for an absolute minute second, Jim Ryan would dare allow that to come to Xbox to make more money from Xbox gamers because it's an IP that we know? He absolutely not. He would shove that in the face of every Xbox gamer and said, if you want to play this, son, you're going to buy my console. And I think that's exactly what Microsoft needs to do. Now, is it aggressive? Yes. But is this a different Microsoft? You bet your ass it is. So, Kirby, I, I want to go to you next on this. Now, listen, Zemi makes a lot of sense. And he's obviously someone that understands business very well. And he and his points absolutely solid but i'm trying to look at this from a devious business point of view if i have something that you want you're not going to go play it on or you're not going to go play the other console you're going to come to my house and play it in my home because i have something that other that other dude don't doesn't have what, what are your thoughts on, on this particular debate so i think that you're right about that boom uh not that I personally agree that's, you know, in a perfect world, I, I wouldn't want that. But, you know, the reality is <laughs> we have to have exclusives. They're a necessary evil. Yes. And I do think that if Microsoft is spending $7.5 to acquire ZeniMax and, their, and, you know, Bethesda and all their subsidiaries, that they, with all those IPs, they certainly plan on exclusivizing them to Xbox and Windows 10. Uh, 
be it on PC through the Microsoft Store, Game or Pass Steam. app, or Steam, yeah. you know. But they will, you know, because Microsoft, of course, they get what a hundred dollars every time you, for you, you buy a copy of Windows Ten. So they're <laughs> they're they're plenty happy to it, plus all the all the data they mine from you, and you know, they're plenty happy to have you on uh, a, a Windows Ten PC mm-hmm. or an Xbox. But um, yeah, I think that I definitely agree that uh, they are going for the throat, so to speak, and will exclusivize. Anything that has not had a like has not been announced for PS4 or PS5, um, even if the game itself has been announced, if like the platforms haven't uh, been confirmed, then right. they yes. are going to say, nope, that's Xbox and Windows 10 only. Yeah. I mean, it makes a lot of sense. You know, real quick, uh, thanks to Zemi's uh, tireless work in putting these Super Chats in. Let me just read some of them uh, before I, I can't. Uh, obviously, the first one of the day is the Board Game Renegades with an outstanding $2 Super Chat and says, Glad I secured my ex even though I had, oh, wow, I had to camp for thirty uh, for 13 hours. Zemi, do you hear that? That is dedication. That, that is, is dedication. As a matter of fact, a good friend of the show, Army Veteran, uh, st- said the same thing, except he was being pissed on by the rain for 13 hours, but still <laughs> stood there like a champion of justice. Um, and he's got his axe. So, dude, congratulations on that. Flamish, a good friend of the show, drops an outstanding $5 super chat. Says, hello, boom, so excited. Got my Series X console still available in the Netherlands and Belgium. Got it thanks to Game On Daily. Shout out to uh, Gaz. Y- let me tell you something, folks. I, I've, I've been in contact with guys, and we're going to have those guys on from uh, f- from Game On Daily on one of my upcoming programs. We're working behind the scenes. You, you've heard them originally on, on, again, like Kirby Louise on RDX. And um, I got a chance to uh, hang out with them for about two hours uh, with Ainsley's podcast a couple of weeks ago. And we've been talking, and we're going to have those guys on. And, yeah. Follow them, man. Support them because they're they're a bunch of really good dudes over there. Uh, we also have Nightwolf thirty one eighty six, another generous friend of the show, and he drops an outstanding five dollars super chat. Says, "Good morning, Boom and Panel from my new home in Florida." Well, congratulations there, dude. He says, "I'm so hyped uh, to enjoy the new gaming generation in my new place. Have an outstanding show, guys." Well, listen, dude. Send pictures, bro. Once you set up your man cave or gaming room, we'd love to see that. Congratulations. Uh, we also have a ten dollars super chat that came in. My goodness, from Xbox Taff, and he says. Thank you, Boom. Had to give up trying to get the Series X. I heard you get it live, so I jumped back on Best Buy and secured my X. Oh, man, that's awesome, dude. Congratulations on that. Yeah, I'm hearing more and more stories that people are getting their uh, their Series X, that, and I'm so happy for you. Uh, Bounty Boom drops an outstanding $5. You know Bounty Boom. He's not only a very outspoken community member, but a very generous one at that. And he drops another $5. Good morning, Boom. Can't wait to hear your show. I think IGN is is a stage show there. Afraid to say their opinion. And remember, Aaron was in the chat. Yeah, Aaron Aaron Greenberg. Listen, if Aaron Greenberg shows shows up in your chat, if Mike Yabara shows up in your chat, if Larry Herb shows up in your chat like he does for RDX, I think you got something pretty special there, and, and I believe that those those guys do. Uh, the Analog Circle podcast drops an outstanding $5 super chat and says, Good morning, Boom. 
A huge congrats to your last video reaching over 19,000 views. Yeah, folks, I, I'm, I'm like just saying, trying not to smile and laugh on the air because I'm getty. Yeah, that, that, that yesterday's show is, is closing in on 20,000 views. That's the first time for a live show. It's, it's the highest growth, uh, viewed show I've ever had live show. And, and that's thanks to you guys. So thank you so much for that. He's everyone. He, he says your format welcomes everyone. And oh, that's Sony Joan. I'm sorry about that. Um, let's see. Oh my god, I missed it. Okay, I'm sorry. Sorry, let me see. It says okay. Uh, oh, so he continues with that's a that's huge, my dude. Yes, well, thank you so much, dude. I really super appreciate that. We also have one that came in from Sony Drone with an outstanding five dollars super chat and says this you're um, yeah, congrats to dealer. Boom, you hit big numbers too. Your format welcomes everyone, and your integrity and facts keep us coming back. Wow, dude, that is awesome of you to say thank you for the compliment, brother. I really that that is awesome. We have T Boa with an outstanding five dollars super chat and says, and as an Xbox guy, I lost my mind when I found out about Spider Man PS4. My favorite hero by far. Xbox needs to bite back with major exclusives. And I believe that, that, that this, this deal, even though it doesn't necessarily injunction, you know, stamp out Spider-Man being exclusive, it certainly would um, suggest that Microsoft wants powerful exclusives that when you say the name, when you say Spider-Man, when I say Spider-Man, I don't think MCU or just Marvel. I think Sony. That's that's what they've instilled into my brain because that's only where I can find Spider-Man. Well, if Microsoft is smart and they are a bunch of geniuses over there, when you say Doom, you're going to think not ID. You're not going to think Bethesda. You're going to think Microsoft. You're going to think Xbox. And that's what Microsoft needs to do. And it, and I'm just going to finish the Super Chats. And we're going to get into the whole Mindshare thing because I think it's an important uh, conversation to have. As we close in, oh, my God, we're already past 800 people here. This is, this is crazy, man. Thank you so much for being here. Kay Asante, a very generous friend of the show, says PSN is an Android. It isn't Steam. Microsoft gave into uh, gave into those platforms to sell on PSN. It would be admitting that their platform isn't good enough. My God, that is a great point, and I absolutely would agree with that. They, 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 they don't need PSN. They don't need Sony. They just don't. They they really don't. Uh, Geekhead eighteen eighty uh, eighteen eight eleven drops an outstanding. $5 Super Chat says it won't hurt them at all. Microsoft does, uh, do, doesn't does need PlayStation. There we go. I, I, I absolutely agree. Sulfonic X Initiative drops an outstanding $5 Super Chat and says the only games that would make sense to go multiplat are massive multiplayer games. And that, that does make sense. The objective is to grow the Xbox ecosystem long-term investment. Indeed, uh, Reggie Mobile uh, 911 drops an outstanding Five dollars super chat says good day to uh, to boom and the panel. I think that we are uh, basing Bethesda's exclusivity on the last generation market allocation. However, this isn't last gen. See, that's again, that's that's exactly what I was talking about. We have D Ram drops an outstanding two dollar super chat says Jez Windows Central RDX podcast say his sources say exclusive. Well, there you go. You know, I, I and I I'm. Listen to almost almost the whole show. I missed that particular part, probably because I was vacuuming. Because obviously, I have I take care of the housework when when Mrs. Boom is still working. My Eagles fan seventy six 
a good friend and generous friend of the show, drops an outstanding $5 super chest. The fact is Xbox already has the most open ecosystem to gaming, and in time, it's going to be more open once Apple smart TVs and regular PCs join xCloud. Yeah, that Apple thing, dude, those guys over there, man, I... I I don't know if that's ever going to happen. The way that they're doing it is it just doesn't make any sense. Uh, we have Michael Nemesis, the God, drops an outstanding $5 super chat and says, Next Gen MS has the higher install base with PC and mobile. No need to put on other consoles and give them 30% after a 7.5 game pass um, is more profitable. And uh, see, I see, I agree there. We have Noom Sabat. 45, a good friend of the show, drops an outstanding and very generous $10 super chat and says, why are we talking about a trillion dollar company missing out on money with Elder Scrolls not being a billion dollar company missing out on money with Spider-Man? What, what are we doing here? I mean, listen, it, it, it's a fantastic question. Sony doesn't care that Spider-Man for Avengers, which is a multi-plat game, is only available on the PlayStation 4 and potentially PlayStation 5. Why do you think they did that? Because they want you to buy the copy there. They want you to play on their console. And I think that Microsoft will in turn do something very similar. Sony Drone drops another $5 super chat and says, Sony is always celebrated for exclusives, so why does Microsoft have to share? PC and mobile make it possible to keep the brand exclusive. Now, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to continue uh, with the rest of the super chats, but let me, let, let's, let's move the show along. Now, Zemi, look. One of the biggest shortcomings uh, this seven-year generation, going dating back all the way to 2013, when Microsoft tremendously dropped the ball with uh, with mis-messaging and arrogance, and uh, obviously people that just were not supposed to be in the positions they were in, making big decisions. Right? Mm-hmm. They lost one of the most important things that they dominated on in the 360 era, and that, of course, is mindshare. Now, mindshare in its, in its, by itself, it's just what we talk about as gamers in social media, right, in our circles on these podcasts. But market share is, is the big one because market share is, drives profits, and Sony, without you know giving them a, a you know a overly inflated head kind of credit, curb stomped Microsoft when it came to both mindshare and market share. Now the mindshare has a lot to do with their aggressive behavior and how much money they spent to all of these IGNs, GameSpots, Kotaku's, all these other sites that they say that they don't pay any money to, but they heavily, heavily are endorsed by their product. Now, you can say, well, boom, they're endorsed because they're the better console. They had more power and they had more, they had better price in the beginning. And then they're exclusives. Wow, well, they're AAA exclusive. They're the best. Now, I'm not, I love their stuff. You know, I own a PlayStation 2 Play. They're first-party exclusives. Everyone knows that I'm a big single-player dude and they provide content that I love. But I'm never going to say that the IGNs, especially the IGNs, did not go out of their way to take l- large sums of money for advertising for Sony. If you want to believe that, I got a bridge to sell you and it's cheap, just bring the cash, right? So with Sony having so much mind share and market share, they dominated the generation. Easy to think, 110, 112, maybe even 114 million PlayStation 4s versus what? 55 give or take of the of 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 this of the xbox one x 
that's folks that's 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 over a two to one ratio that's like 51 percent of the uh, uh, increase in, in in having sales so how does my how, do, how the hell does microsoft get that back how how would you get that back well you know you 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 design the most powerful console in the world they did with the x you design the most affordable next generation console which is better than the the xbox one x which right now is the most powerful console on the market and you make that 300 bucks so now you got you got sony in price and power first party well again we talked about the zemi yesterday they went from post uh pre e3 2018 having seven six or seven um first party studios to post E3 2018 in, in, into, into 2020, now having 23. So now they own an unbelievable amount of games. They, if, 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 if it lined up correctly, they could logistically have one AAA game every 30 days compared to, my, to Sony's, which we know, again, they're great games, but they take a long time, two, three, four, five, sometimes even six years to come out. And if, again, Microsoft is going to be the third-party place you want to play your games because the console is better. So if Sony can only put out a Horizon Zero Dawn once every five years and a God of War 2 every five or six years, Microsoft, again, advantage Microsoft because of the studios. But the mind and market share, how I believe they're going to dominate it, is with these exclusives. Keeping Doom to your fan base is not only something that I would do. I think it's an absolute necessity to be successful in the next generation. And I and I and again, maybe I'm being a jerk here. I want to see the same kind of uh, curb stomping that Sony did to Microsoft, that Microsoft do to Sony. And this isn't a fanboy comment. This is I because when one loses, they do better, right? Jim Ryan just said. We're never doing Game Pass. That's not. It, it's not. It's, it's not a financial, a sustainable um, a program. But if Game Pass explodes on the scene and there's 30 million at Game Pass pe- uh, players and supporters, like a year from now or two years from now, he's going to have to change his stance because he's going to be sitting on the sideline losing money. What does that do for Boom? That means that Boom doesn't have to buy. It's exclusive. I just have to have Sony's PlayStation Pass, whatever you want to call it. Again, going with what, what you said earlier, do, do you see my point, Zemi, about how you how I personally believe that the market and mind share could be shifted besides having the most powerful and the most affordable to having exclusives that you can only play either on Steam, either through the Microsoft online or Game Pass or console Game Pass? Yeah, I mean, I mean, I, I I see what you're saying, and and I and I completely agree with a lot of it, but but still, like, I I still definitely disagree with the idea that like all you know, uh, Bethesda games are are going to be exclusives, and 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 Xbox doing that would be the best thing for Xbox. I I, I firmly, firmly, firmly still disagree with that, and and mind share. Well, if, for- if you if well, let me ask you this, let me let me let me let me put you in the big chair. Let me yeah, let me let, you, you just took over for Phil. Phil retired. Okay. Zemi Games running Microsoft. Okay. What what do you do? What what games do you feel are worthy of an IP to keep behind an Xbox label? And what games do you turn around and say, you know what? We're gonna put those on PlayStation because we want we want to pay Sony 30%, but we're gonna get more money on the back end. 
You know, honestly, what I would probably do is I would probably make every single one of Bethesda's games. I mean, uh, and of course, some of this might also depend on the contract that they signed with Zenimax, right? Because there might be, you know, you know, little clauses uh, for certain studios of what they want. Or, you know, God only knows, right? Um, but but ultimately, I think what I would pretty much do is I would try to make every single one of Bethesda's exclusives timed exclusives now that timed exclusive might be for three months it might be for six months it might be for a year that would you know obviously i would need more information you know to make that you know to make that assessment right but that's that's ultimately what what i would probably do um and then again maybe for select titles i would um I would I would let it come out the same exact day, but I would have exclusive content and DLC for Game Pass users, right? Mm. But but ultimately, I would launch all games on every single platform that would have my game on it. Um, and 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 the reason being is because that I feel is what's going to maximize the profit for them. You know, earlier you 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 know you kind of made the point of you know like if PlayStation sold two million units and Xbox sold two million you know two million units. Um, and you know, uh, you know, an Xbox did put, let's say elder scrolls over there. Well, they're going to be losing out on 30% of the price. Right. But there's, 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 there's another caveat to that as well. You know, if, if it was exclusive, that's not a guarantee that those PlayStation consumers would go out and buy an Xbox. Right. I mean, that's not, that's not a, that's not a 100%. If you, but if you guarantee. were a fan of, yeah, but if you were a fan of this, of the series, again, it's, 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 it's like, yeah, this. I mean, but if you were a fan of the series, but you were also a huge, huge, huge fan of, you know, Uncharted and Last of Us, and you were just unfortunate enough that you didn't have enough money to, to buy an Xbox, then, then you wouldn't. Right. And even yeah, but that's even why Microsoft makes it easy for you to play on any device. See, again, that, I, I see your point, but absolutely, you, you, you know, you the the console itself shouldn't be the stopping ground for you playing Doom as an exclusive on Xbox when Xbox Game Pass uh, and, and and Project X Cloud give you the ability to spend fifteen dollars a month and play on your on your on your computer, play on your on your TV, or play on your phone or on your tablet. You don't necessarily need a three hundred dollar box. You need fifteen dollars a month. Yeah, well, I mean, this is this is the way I also like to look at it. Right? Is you know, I don't believe that Microsoft had to put Minecraft Dungeons on you know the PlayStation Four and the Nintendo Switch. I mean, maybe maybe they did, but I don't think, I don't that think they, they had, had to. to. But again, it's but, one of those things. Minecraft is everywhere, though. A absolutely, Minecraft is 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 easily their best selling game. It's the best selling game in the world, right? And that's why they did that because they knew that they would make more money off of that because that's the smart thing to do in that situation. And another another point that you made earlier as well was that you know if PlayStation was in this position, they would do the same exact thing. And what I will say to that is you are 100 probably 100 right. Like if PlayStation was in this same position as Xbox, they would be doing this. They would they would be holding everything as an exclusive. Mm -hmm. But what I will say to that is that Xbox, the situation that they are put them that they have put themselves in, they didn't get to that position by following what PlayStation did. They got to that position by breaking the rules and doing the things that PlayStation were unwilling to do. And that's how they got to where they are. Right. And, you know, in some ways, I think it is in a lot of ways, I think it's better to look at Xbox and 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 
basically compare them to like an EA rather than a PlayStation. Because in, in a lot of ways, they are more of a publisher with a service now than just solely a console company competing against another console company, right? They're competing with multiple, multiple, multiple um, you know, segments of the market. You know, they're competing in PC. They, they are competing in console. Uh, they're competing with Google just with streaming, right? On mobile devices and on, you know, even home devices, right? And 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 so it it just behooves them to put their games as many places as they can and do it in, in the most strategic way possible. I mean, I'm not saying, you know, put the games day and date on there, no questions asked, right? Of course, there's, there's little things that you can do to make it, you know, even more appealing to go and buy, you know, an Xbox, right? While still raking in the profits from the PlayStation users who know in, in no way would they have went out and bought an Xbox or played a game on a PC that maybe they didn't have, or maybe they didn't, they're just completely not interested in playing games on a smartphone, right? And those gamers do exist. And if you leave those on the table, you're, you know, without trying to go after them, you're losing out on money. And, 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 and ultimately, I think at the end of the day, Microsoft is going to make more money by putting those games on PlayStation in one way or another. And like I said before, you know, they may not put all games on there, but The Elder Scrolls is definitely one of those games that they for sure will put on there because it would just make no sense financially, in my opinion, for them not to. I mean, um, listen, I, 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 listen, I'm not going to argue with you, brother. You're absolutely entitled to your opinion. I mean, I think, I think someone has said it in the chat earlier, uh, in the super chat where the, uh, the, uh, the, 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 on, the, you know, the, the online version of that, you wouldn't lock down to just your PC and of course your Xbox because you're, 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 you're shrinking the player base. So you keep a title like that. You keep the, the, the content coming for Elder Scrolls online, but, um, Elder Scrolls Six coming out, you you lock that down. At least in my opinion, you lock that down behind you. If you want it, no one's stopping you from buying a monster rig and playing it on your PC. No one's telling you you can't play it on your toaster, and no one's saying you can't buy uh, you know uh, play it on your on on your Xbox. But this is a business about making content. Uh, again, let, let's you know. Do well, you I mean. Can, can I add one more thing as well? Yeah, yeah can, of course, dude. You know, if, if I was in the position of Phil Spencer, because kind of like what you were setting up the question as well. One thing that I definitely would do, and and, and once again, I firmly believe that it's going to be a very selective thing that they do. They're going to put some on there. Some are not going to go on there. Absolutely. But what I would do is I would not announce where any of these games are going. Any of these Bethesda games are going until you actually, you know, announce that game. Right. And the reason I would do that is because, you know, right now, P consumers don't know what's happening. Right. They don't know if Elder Scrolls will be available on PlayStation. I firmly believe that it will. But a lot of consumers don't know that. And a lot of consumers might go and buy an Xbox for that reason. So I think if, a lot if, of people went out and bought an Xbox yesterday because yes, of that reason. If I was Phil Spencer right now, I would not be announcing where any of these Bethesda games are going until a year out from their release. I would I would completely just leave that blank and let it just let the consumers think about it, right? And that's no different really than what a lot of these companies do, right? Mm. You know, I mean realistically, you know, we we a lot of the times we don't know 
specific like we can speculate but we don't know specifically like this harry potter game right we didn't know if it was going to be available for you know this last generation of consoles we didn't know if it was going to be available for pc we didn't know until they finally announced it and gave us a release window right Right. and if xbox does that same thing and holds back the you know uh when or what consoles these these games will be available on that very much could play in their favor and selling even more consoles I mean, yes, and I, I agree with you I, 100%. But again, when you have a, a service, a Netflix of gaming service, you need content. But, but, but besides needing content, you need exclusive content on your service to get people to subscribe to a $15 plus a month um, uh, you know, uh, commitment where you want them on your box or on your app playing your games that you can only find on this particular service. Now, you know, Kirby Louise, I want to go to you because the other said something super interesting last night. And he said, and he brought up the, uh, the, the, the program that's only available on Amazon prime called the boys. Now it is an amazing show. It's one of me, my wife, Mrs. Boomstick and I, we loved it. We, in fact, we watched the, 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 the first season twice. Uh, we loved it. We think it, it is, it is, the edgiest uh, superhero thing we've ever seen. It is. It is definitely not 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 the kind of content you're going to get in the MCU, right? So, so season two is going very well, making a lot of money, making people join Amazon Prime for this particular program. Now, whether they jump off or not, who knows? But you can only find the boys on Amazon Prime Video, right? Now, season three has already been confirmed. Uh, the star of a Supernatural is going to become is going to be um, uh, is going to be a part of that. That's already been confirmed. Amazon could make more money by taking that content and putting it on Netflix, but they're not going to because they want you to buy into their subscription service, which is Amazon Prime, and. They could, again, Netflix has millions upon millions of customers that would want to watch the boys. But Amazon is a business and they want to make people come over to their platform. It is literally the same exact thing. If I'm going to be releasing releasing Elder Scrolls 6 and I say that it is only available on Steam, the Microsoft Store, or Xbox, if you are a fan of that series you are going to find a way, whether you buy the $300 console or the $500 console, you're going to figure out a way, even if, even if that means selling your PlayStation to get an Xbox to play these games, I believe that is going to enjoy, it's going to, um, it's, it's going to raise engagement with Xbox. And with engagement being raised for the, the, uh, the Emerald Green, Green, in turn, Will then market share and mind share go back to Microsoft? I believe so. What, what are your thoughts on the, the 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 comparison of the two, Kirby? I I think that's a sorry. Hello. Yeah, yeah, you're here. Uh, okay. here. Yeah. All right. Okay. So I think that's a totally uh, fair and relevant comparison um, about the uh, the other media like you know movies or uh, TV or anime or whatever the heck you know streaming services out there like uh, Netflix, Apple TV, Amazon, etc. That's a totally relevant comparison to um to the 
console exclusivity that you mentioned there. Um, and I do think you're correct that if they keep it exclusive, that you know it's going to come down to if people who are who are big fans of the game, it's but may not own a, a, an Xbox or Windows platform to play it on, are going to have to make a decision. Do do they? value not buying or supporting one of those two platforms or do they or is the game a big enough draw to them to you know be the the, the killer app is, is the term i believe is the a piece of software that validates the purchase of a piece of hardware is it you know are those games going to be killer apps to them and obviously that varies on a person by person basis but i am certain that it will increase you know overall because there are going to be plenty of people who yeah, those games are killer apps for them, and they validate the purchase of the hardware. Yeah, I mean, listen again. I don't think anybody, no, certainly, no, no one's wrong here. And, and obviously, if 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 uh, Zemi was running Microsoft, he would want to not hold off making money from the PlayStation community. Which, again, if this all of these games are only going to be next generation, and I believe that is going to be the case. I believe that all of these games will only be playable on your PlayStation uh, 5 or or potentially or potentially your PlayStation 5 or your Xbox Can One X or S. Yeah, yeah, please, by all means. Okay, so like like what you were just saying with like the Amazon, like I agree with you in, in a lot of the senses of that, and that makes sense. But The Boys Season 1, I believe, is on disc, right? Like it is a box set and it's being sold. Okay. Right? So... Under under that logic, that's more of a timed exclusive than a firm hardware, you know, firm console exclusive. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, but but Amazon isn't paying anybody thirty percent to sell their disc. They they would be if they were selling on uh, Walmart. They do. Yeah, I, 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 I don't know if it's thirty percent. I mean, it, it may it may not be thirty percent. I mean, it depends on the distributor, right? But these distributors all have different rates that they would be charging uh, to sell that disc. Oh, but they I would mean, still be losing out on money. Yeah, can I just add one more thing? I believe Please, Zemi, Zemi mentioned it earlier, and it's it's a little kind of about the Minecraft thing. Um, because I'm a bit of a Minecraft nerd, and uh, <laughs> and um, what happened there was um, I don't. It was Mojang before they sold to Microsoft. They like I don't know if it was Notch or someone else, but demanded that that Microsoft continue to release Minecraft on all platforms, you know, uh, PlayStation, Nintendo, uh, mobile, PC, as well as maintain the Java version. And mm -hmm. that was the only way that they were going to um, agree. And I believe they even got it in like the contract, the legal contract. Um, and so that's why Minecraft in Minecraft dungeons and, you know, all the, you know, sub games that come out of the Minecraft IP are on all platforms is because uh, Mojang demanded it in the sale. Gotcha. And, and you know what? I, and you know what? For, 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 I'm good on him for doing that because Minecraft means a, a, a lot to a lot. Oh of yeah, people. yeah. And Microsoft is making. I mean, that game is in the top ten MPDs almost every every month. And yeah, love Minecraft. Yeah. So so I mean, obviously, it would be devastating to the Minecraft community if it was locked behind. But again, that's an install. That's an installed thing. 
Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You'd have to rip that out from the roots. And mm-hmm. you, you, again, we're talking about okay, Doom Eternal two or you know, uh, uh, Fallout, mm-hmm. you know, New Vegas. I mean, again, let, let's again let, let let's let me catch up on some of these super chats, and then we're going to get into another uh, another thought I have, and then I'm going to talk about one particular rumor that keeps coming up uh, regarding the Sega purchase. Uh, Harry Balls, I uh, always enjoy saying that name for some reason. He drops an outstanding five dollars super chat and says MS should make them exclusive. Uh, Conan once said, "To crush your enemies, you uh, uh, okay? To crush your enemies, to see them driven before you, and you hear the lamentations of their women." I mean, I was talking about Conan the Barbarian. I thought he was talking about uh, Conan the uh, um, the uh, talk show dude. But yeah, dude. I mean, listen, you, that's that's a warrior's mentality for sure. Uh, nuisance drops an outstanding five dollars super chat. Says, think about why. Think about why would Microsoft spend seven point five billion uh, when Bethesda games were coming to Xbox anyway? It makes zero sense to buy them and not make them exclusive. As a strong point. Well, Wilbo Gaggins drops an outstanding two dollars super chat and says, "Sony poked the bear, and the bear woke up." Yeah, indeed, they have. We also have um, Aaron drops uh, uh, Annan drops us a. Uh, a very generous $10 super chat says Microsoft should use their Bethesda leverage to offer Sony games when Sony offers them Horizon, Spider-Man, and God of War. Wow, that is something else. Uh, and that would be pretty dope, to be honest with you. Um, and Sony would never do that. They would never allow one of their first party games that they own to come over today. I mean, for crying out loud, we can't even get Spider-Man. For God's sakes, he is the face of Marvel. And Sony found a way to lock Spider-Man for the Avengers, which is a multi-plat, behind a fucking paywall. So if I want Sony, if I want to play Spider-Man, one of my favorite heroes, I have to buy a copy on the PlayStation 5? I say nay. I'm only going to play that game if I get that game for free to get Spider-Man. I'm not spending another dime. And I think this this is that that kind of terror tactics that Sony employs in in their PlayStation branding should in turn be brought right over to Microsoft and they should play hardball just as hard and I believe they are going to. Um, we also have Warlord uh, drops an outstanding uh, five dollar super chat and says, "Everywhere I go, there's an undercover Sony supporter repeating PlayStation fanboy talking points. Exclusives matter." They mattered while while they were at Sony's. I think they even they mattered just as much or more for the Xbox brand, which, by the way, had no games uh, up until we just recently. If I recall the rhetoric that was going around, we have Triple X drops an outstanding five dollar super chat and says this. If Microsoft wants to grow their ecosystem with more subscribers, they need to keep them exclusive to Game Pass. Why spend $7.5 billion? Great point. Everborn Saga drops an outstanding $5 super chat and says, this is a service play. Drive Game Pass subs is the goal here. That's more valuable in my IMHO than the time sales are the time the timed exclusive sales on the PlayStation 5. I, I absolutely agree with that 100%. We also have Mr. J. J. Mister drops an outstanding $5 super chances. If they want Elder Scrolls or Fallout, well, they should put God of War or Horizon 2 on Xbox as well. Sorry, not sorry. Yeah, I, I, I agree. Eagles fan 76 drops an outstanding $5 super chat and says, nothing more exciting hearing you 
Um, uh, nothing more exciting hearing you how low you were and how high you were and when you scored a series. Yeah, dude, I was thanks. So that was I was bombed. Even Zemi, yeah, will will admit that when we first started the show, I was kind of he, like he he was very 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 upset. Like he was, was the crushed. most upset I've ever heard him. Yeah, I I was folks. I did this. I did the show. I was like. Yeah, welcome to the program. And, you know, because I stood online for three and a half hours, three hours and 40 minutes to be exact. And I got a Series S. Now, I'm not saying that's a bad thing because I wanted both, but that wasn't the goal. The goal was to get <laughs> the X and then somehow later on secure the S. You know, you go with the big one first, you secure the little one later. But I, you know, I, I almost walked off that line. And my wife, Mrs. Boomstick, popped in my head, don't be stupid and bite your nose off to spite your face. That That's exactly what happened. That's why I stayed as number seven and I got my Series S and I paid for it in full. Obi-Wan, a good friend of the show, does an outstanding $2 jet and says, keep being a beacon of positivity. Boom. Ah, oh, dude, thank you so much. I super appreciate that. Folks, we just crossed. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't believe this, Zemi. Zemi, this is insane. We just crossed 1,100 people here in the chat. This is my God, folks, thank you so much for tuning into this program. Hopefully, if you're new and there's a lot of new people because I only have 5,000 subs, that you enjoy it enough to uh, sub the channel. And, you know, we we don't – again, this week is a little bizarre with the impromptu shows. Normally, it's it's just three shows because I'm, I'm working, Zemi. Zemi, you tell me what two games you want for Xbox, and they're yours because I owe you at least that. This nope. guy is working nope. his rear off. And he's here again. And uh, again, this is just a big week for gaming. And I, I just, I have so much to say that I just figured, you know what, 60 minutes, let's get out here and talk about it. Um, we also have uh, Sastry drops an outstanding $5 super chat and says, imagine how huge Halo <clears throat> would have been on other platforms, but it's still a console exclusive. Elder Scrolls is only one that has enough sales to make sense. I mean, again, Zemi, you said that. The Elder Scrolls is a beloved uh, franchise. Yep. Uh, good friend of the show, Thanos, drops an outstanding $5 super chance. Stop thinking from a console war perspective and from a business one. $7 billion is easier to recoup with multi-plats than exclusives. Microsoft needs PlayStation. I disagree, dude. I mean, I appreciate the support, and you know what? I, I, I definitely value your opinion on that. The, but here's the thing. You have to take the PlayStation for $112 million scenario away those console gamers are not going to matter to any of these games we don't know in two years how many console how many P playstation 5s are going to be on the market it could be 5 million it could be 10 million for all and it could be 55 million but at you also have to look and i'm sure that they looked at the numbers how well would a bethesda owned microsoft game sell on a playstation console i, I don't think it would sell well i think that if you sold Two and three and four million copies. You can you can equate that. Well, that's 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 money left on the table, but maybe not if you lock it down as an exclusive. Those players, those three to four million players on that side of the of the river, will have to build the bridge and come over to play on Xbox. That equates to sales. That equates to Game Pass subscriptions. That equates to you playing this game on microsoft servers that of course in turn makes money for microsoft again i would me if i was running the show i wouldn't give them one ip not one of them 
I mean, every every game that comes from these eight new studios will be exclusive to the Microsoft Store, exclusive to Windows PC, exclusive to the Xbox and Steam. And that is, if you want to play, that is where. Well, what about the Switch? Play. Would you put it at least on the Switch? You know what? If the Switch came out with a with a version that could run these games because of the, the relationship, I'm pretty they, sure. I'm pretty sure you'd say yes. No, no, I'm, I would say yes. I, I, I mean, like Doom is supposed to come out for the Switch. I think they're working on that now. I, I wouldn't stop that because because Microsoft has a tremendously great relationship with Nintendo, and they want to keep that going. So I would, of course, yeah, I, I'd put I'd put I put a couple of the games on the Switch. Now, would I put an Elder Scrolls? On the switch, no, I, I actually wouldn't. One because it couldn't run right, and you'd be spending resources to make a separate version. See, that's the other thing. Because Nintendo's hardware is severely underpowered, you would logistically have to make two games to get games onto the switch, unless they come out with a a, a console, a new switch, a Switch HD, a Switch Pro, whatever you want to call it, that is as powerful at least as a Series S. You know what I'm saying? Because Nintendo doesn't do the power thing. So you would logistically have to create two games to scale that low down. There'd be, there certainly would be things you couldn't do on the Series X that you, that you can do on the uh, the, the uh, Switch Pro. So they just they just don't do power, in my opinion. So it would be it would it, it, I wouldn't lock it if it could run it without having to spend the resources to make two games rather than just make one and keep it off. I would, it, it again, it, the circumstances, it depends. But um, uh, let's see, we have JD Gamer drops an outstanding $5 super chat and says, um, have, have to stop having a console-centric view. Microsoft has moved beyond just consoles. Consoles, yep. phones, and PCs are all are now all just vehicles for Game Pass. Yep, and yep, that, yep. That, I that, agree. Strong, strong point. Um, we also have Danny um, Adino drops an outstanding $5 super chat. Says, boom, when you said you didn't get the Series X, I felt guilty for pre-ordering three, but you got yours uh, live on the air, and I was excited for you. Well, listen, dude, you know what? I, I am so happy for you, but thank you for the cool words because, yeah, I was bummed, but that's not because you got three or someone else in the chat got eight. It's because my GameStop only had seven and five of those were X's. And I just was, a, uh, you know, I was a slow poke. I just didn't get there quick enough. So that was on me. Certainly not on Microsoft or anyone else. Uh, Warlord drops an outstanding $2 super chat and says, why not put Halo and Forza on PlayStation then? I wouldn't do that, but it makes sense. JD Gamer drops another $2 super chat and says, Game Pass is the platform not the console. Tempest Sun. Oh, well, we know who Tempest Sun is. He is the voice of primetime gaming with me every Monday evening, trying not to get excited about TGS, trying uh, trying not to get excited about TGS, trying not to get excited about TGS. Oh, too late. He's excited for TGS. Uh, yeah, folks, we're going to get to that in a second. Bounty Boom drops a $2 super chest. Says, Hit that like button, friends. Yes, if you're here and you are enjoying it, please, for the love of Jehovah. Let's try and get 500 likes before we get out of here. We have almost 1,100 people here. We actually had 1,100 people. If, you like, if you're enjoying the, the content, please consider hitting the like button. Everborn Saga drops an outstanding $5, which says Sony could make crap, a crap ton of money by releasing games like The Last of Us and Uncharted, etc. on Xbox, but they don't because they know exclusives dry adoption rates. And he's right about that. We have... In Infrablade drops an outstanding $5 super sticker. Thank you so much for that, dude. Uh, uh, Prince Alexander drops a $5, which is, I bet my soul, all these games are going to be exclusive. 
He can't name a single Xbox-owned IP that isn't before they were bought. I mean, perfect example is Hellblade. How many people in the PlayStation community said Hellblade 2 is definitely coming to the PlayStation whatever? That's not happening. Same thing with Outer Worlds 2. Outer Worlds 2 not coming to a PlayStation near you. And I'm happy about that because that means that it's going to be a game that you played on your PlayStation. You enjoyed the shit out of it because it's a Bethesda. I mean, because it's an obsidian made game. And now if you want to play the second part and all of its DLC and it, and it's opened up universe, you're going to have to play it on an Xbox or a windows PC. And that is what business is all about. In my opinion, a uh, crazy Greek dude, a very generous and cool friend of the show drops an outstanding $10. Super Chess's game pass was not around when they bought Minecraft or um, after, after contracts are finished, all Bethesda games need to be exclusive, better off, with that, then $15 a month and $70 outright. I agree with that. JD Gamer drops another $5 super chat and says, if Game Pass is really going to be the Netflix of gaming, we have to think about the 3 billion devices. It's playable on not not 250 million. It's, uh, it's not Apple and, uh, and PlayStation. I, I agree right there. Uh, so you know what? Let's continue because there's a quite a bit of super chats I have to get to. I'll get to those towards the end of the show um as they come in but you know what i i want to i kind of want to just reel this back in and move this away from you know everyone's opinion was great loved everyone's opinions i love the chat's opinion but i want to talk about this sega rumor now for the last couple of days emmy we have seen and heard you you especially we've been talking in our in our private dms about how big of a deal this could potentially be now i don't think Sega games coming into Game Pass is what you lead off the Tokyo Game Show with. And that's what Microsoft is about to do tomorrow uh, and uh, 7 a.m. hour time, Eastern Standard Time. I believe a big announcement is coming. As a matter of fact, I've heard from several sources, including some Reddit posts, that this deal might be just as big as the Bethesda deal, except Microsoft might have purchased Sega slash Sammy. Now, that is tremendous. Uh, and I don't know if it's true. Again, it's a rumor, folks, but it would be goddamn huge. Another show-stopping, industry-changing purchase. Zemi, when you hear that Microsoft might have purchased Sega, what, what, what are your thoughts on this? I mean, is it could this madness actually happen? You know, honestly, I don't even like to think about it, man, because, I mean, that's just mind-melting. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, seriously, like, what, what did I say about the whole Bethesda thing? It was Phil Spencer well, you were speechless, walked out by on the way, stage. While yeah, lying in your yeah, underpants. I was in my under, like, I was in nothing, like, Zimmy was in nothing but his underpants, okay? His underwear. And I was laying on my bed. And Boom called me, and I answered, and he told me the great news, and I didn't, I couldn't say anything. He didn't I was answer speechless. for sixty seconds, over a Boom, minute. Like, Boom had me speechless in my bed with nothing but underwear on. <laughs> that's that 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 should that's a title for another for another podcast, right? Um, no, but no, like I was saying, you know, on um, on the previous show, whenever you know uh, this whole Bethesda thing happened. Phil Spencer literally just walked out on the stage, said, we have Bethesda, and he just dropped the mic and walked off. This would be another one of those situations. And, you know, I don't know how much of this is us just hoping and wishing and praying uh, and how much of it could possibly actually be true. Because, it, I mean, it, if, if it did, like, this would just be 
I mean, like, like this, this moment was already going down in video game history just by the acquisition of, of ZeniMax. But if they got, you know, Sega and announced Sega, like the very next, well, technically the same week, right? The same week. Like, I mean, just mind melting, man. Would be, yeah, it literally. And it would solve, and, and it would most certainly solve a lot of their issues uh, with possibly attracting, well, their, their potential issues of attracting, um, you know, uh, you know, players from the Asian market to Game Pass, right? If they got a Japanese studio to make Japanese and, 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 you know, that, that, that culture kind of inspired games, you know, that's kind of like their, you know, like their weakest point right now. You know, they have racing games, they have shooters, they got RPG galore. They they also need a fighter, you know, maybe a Japanese like uh, like, you know, side fighter. That would be awesome. Yeah. Um, but but I mean, that's really like their biggest weak point right now is is enough Japanese games to have an install base that continues to subscribe to their service over there in Japan and South Korea. And if they got, you know, um, Sega, that would be a huge win. Them getting the Japanese studio from uh, ZeniMax was a huge win in of itself. I mean, that's something that we haven't even talked about, but that, that would be worthy of a topic in of itself. Um, but yeah, man, I mean, it would just be huge. I mean, what, like, what do you say to that? Like, what, what can you say to that? Uh, what you can say is that they are looking to corner the market and appeal to uh, uh, what, what a deal that big, Zemi. What it tells me as a as a, as an American Xbox gamer is that, and I've suspected this for a while, they did not like losing in the Asian markets because I mean, let's let's call a spade a spade, folks. M Microsoft as a company had. No footprint. I, I believe, honestly, up until the whole Project X Cloud going into Korea and in Japan, they still didn't have a footprint. I mean, literally no footprint in those regions, whereas Sony, being a Japanese company, dominated Europe, dominated, uh, you know, the, the Western Hemisphere, right, in, in America, right? They're the, they're the best-selling console the, the, the PlayStation 4 might go, might be their best-selling console ever. We don't know what's going to happen with the PS5, but for right now, we can say that the PlayStation 4, at the end of its lifespan, might be their biggest-selling console ever. And they, and 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 that is because they, their worldwide brand, their beloved company that is loved in the Asian region and in the American region and in the European region and everywhere in between. A deal like this solidifies Microsoft is potentially gaining ground, breaking down barriers, knocking down doors where they did not have a footprint. And with Project X Cloud leading the way, because again, if you don't know even PlayStation doesn't sell very well in like Japan because they're not a console-based um, society anymore. Back in yeah. the days, you know, during the PlayStation Two, PlayStation Three, heavy, heavy into console gaming. It's not like that. It's it's all mobile cafes. It's all playing on your tablet. It's playing on your phone. It's playing on your portable PC, your laptop. Right. That is the culture there. What what? How could Microsoft break into that? Well, they have Xbox Game Pass, which is, it just recently became available in those regions. I don't believe Korea yet, but I know for Japan for sure. But Project X Cloud is the gateway 
to all of the phones, all of the tablets, all of the laptops to play their games. And if you can acquire, I mean, obviously, besides Xbox Game Pass, having an incredible a lot, an incredible amount of big games. You also have games like Fantasy Star, right? Fantasy Star and um, and um, what's the shooter from Korea? Um, Crossfire X. Yeah, that's gonna be a big deal in those regions. A huge deal, and that and they're gonna be attached to Microsoft. So when in in those regions, when you think Crossfire X, you're gonna think Xbox. And and if you think Xbox, you're gonna want to pay for the service to play those games on your mobile devices, which is huge in that region. You add Sega and Sammy to the conversation. Sammy, mm-hmm. my God. Well, you know, what? Like, like what you were saying. You know, uh, Fantasy Star uh, Online uh, Two, right? Yes, mm-hmm. that's the reason that you're going to subscribe in that region, right? Yes, for Crossfire sure. X. That's the reason why you're going to subscribe to Xbox uh, Game Pass and, and, and play X Cloud on your mobile device. But what's the reason for you to continue to be subscribed? It would be if they bought Sega. That's sure. the reason why you 100%. continue to give that $15 um, or whatever the conversion rate is every single month because you know even more stuff is coming. And in the meantime, you can play all the other titles that Xbox is offering. Yeah. Absolutely. And again, it, it, it's going to be a big, a big get, you know, I'm going to bring up the picture real quick before we get Kirby Louise in here of that, uh, that one that was just uh, posted by Sega. Uh, that I believe it was dropped into our DM. Let me just load it up over here and I'll get that to you right now. Check it out, folks. This, this was posted this morning. Um, and I, do I have what it actually said? It said something to the effect when it's a hot day, you need a cool drink. This is the best. This is this to have these. And it's just so funny, man. It's green. It's green for a reason, folks. And there's two of them, which means one of those is Xbox. One of those are potentially Sega on the other side. And they're eating and and enjoying a nice, cool, what looks like to be an ice cream float with the emerald green. And Sonic is just chilling. Folks, this is a big deal. This is going to be an even bigger deal. I cannot wait to talk about this tomorrow. Obviously, I'm excited to talk to the Pope. But we're going to be covering on the second half of the show, of course, what's going on and what uh, Microsoft talked about at this big event. And Tokyo Game Show is a big deal, folks. It, it may not be a big deal for you. It's a big deal for me personally because I, it's, some, it's an event I always wanted to go to, which, again, with COVID, I don't know if I'm ever going to get there. And plus, going to Japan is expensive. But yes, very um, I would um, would love to get there one day and, and experience um, a Tokyo Game Show for myself personally. Uh, but you know what, Kirby Louise, let's, let's bring you in on this particular conversation. Sega potentially being purchased by Microsoft is a Again, I don't necessarily know if it would be as big as Bethesda. I think that it is right shoulder by shoulder. I don't. I would. I, I don't know if I would even say this one is better than the other one. I think it would be groundbreaking, industry changing. What are your thoughts on these banana rumors? Okay, Kirk, Kirby was gone, and then I think yeah, I'm, he, I'm back. Sorry. Back. Okay. All right, so Kirby, let me let me let me uh, reiterate the question. I di- I did not know you stepped away for a second. Um, we just we just got into the weeds of the potential of Sega purchasing. I mean, uh, Microsoft purchasing Sega. We talked about the regions being, uh, especially in the Asian regions, that would be a big deal. Especially if you want to sell Game Pass, if you want to sell consoles. Uh, we know they're going to do well with Crossfire X in Korea because that's a big IP there. We know that in Japan, they're still playing Fantasy Star Online 2. It's a, and it's a big deal there. 
in Japan. Uh, but adding Sega, you know, again, breaking down barriers, breaking down walls, trying to leave a footprint in a region that normally would not accept you because it is an American company and that that, that culture is all about protecting and, and, and growing their own culture and their own companies. This would be a big step to have Microsoft leave that said footprint. How big of a deal would it be if this rumor or speculation rumor comes to pass tomorrow morning at the Tokyo Game Show? So I think that that would be another industry shaking moment. I personally hope it doesn't happen because... I, I'm such a big Sega fan, and honestly, it would it would sadden me to <laughs> know that their games would be you know locked behind a, a certain platform because I mean they've got so so many great IPs. Oh, yeah, in my sure opinion, in my opinion, they are they are equal to Nintendo when it comes to IPs number and quality. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Um, I mean, I I, I was typing some of them in the chat with some of those guys like. Uh, Sonic, Rise Star, Vector Man, Virtua Fighter, Sagagaga, Jet Set Radio, you know, they have, it would be a huge gain for Xbox, I think, and an industry-shaking moment, just like the Bethesda acquisition, but personally, I would rather they, Sega, just stay uh, multi-platform, and also, I think these rumors that are coming up, uh, they're a little ridiculous, um, even though I'm kind of partaking in the fun. Um, and I mean, I compared them to when a Smash Brothers fan saw that there were two different colored chairs in the background of a, of a Sakurai video and were like, this means that this character's in the chairs, the chairs. And it, 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 it's kind of the, like you said, the same energy. It's the, it's like, um, yeah, so they're, but, I mean, it's something chairs ridiculous. And chairs and cups, two different things, man. Chairs, you know, <laughs> you and cups you drink out of. I mean, they're completely different things, you know? Well, look, uh, someone just dropped into the chat that apparently Xbox uh, Game Pass has just posted something. I'm going there now live on the air to see exactly what they're talking about. They're, uh, they are posting. Let's see what they have to say here. I'm trying to see what what's the uh, the end game here. Oh, it says so. It's basically like one of those emails where they censor out the thing, and it's like, better get excited. Everyone's gonna go crazy when, lo and behold, Redacted is coming to the service very soon. Okay, yeah, I, I actually, I, you know, it's fine. I'll read that right now. It's from uh, it's from Melissa McGame Pass. I didn't know that they had an actual person with the last name of McGame Pass, but you know what? Good on them. They're making money. It says, "Listen up, everybody." Out of all of the months this year, this has definitely been the most um, eventful. On top of the announced EA Play and, uh, and cloud gaming beta, there's even more news coming your way. Keep reading for more details. It says... Um, I'm reading a small print here. Let me just bring it up. Hold on a second so I can read it. Back. Okay, yeah. Be better get excited. Everyone's going to go crazy when they hear what I'm about to tell you. Lo and behold, Redacted is coming to the service very soon. Of course, this needs to remain a secret. We need to resist the temptation of dropping hints for followers. Talk soon, Melissa. 
That's what it says. So, folks, listen, <laughs> I don't know if, if if you come out of Tokyo Game Show with just a fart and be like, hey, listen, you know, you can play ta uh, Crazy Taxi on Xbox Game Pass and call that a win. I think there's something to this. I think it's something going to be huge. And I am even more excited to not only watch it tomorrow morning and write, you know, get my show notes in order for the show at noon, but to talk about it on the podcast. And of course, we, we are an hour and a half into the show. It, it was not meant to be this long. Let me just catch up with some of these super chats and we'll get on out of here. We have Shadow Ravager dropping an outstanding $5 super chat. It says, Zemi, if you release the games on the PlayStation 5, you missed a chance to convert them to your ecosystem for long-term income through Xbox, PC, and cloud. I mean, that's, a, that's definitely a fair play. Xbox Bla Battlegrounds drops an outstanding $5, which says the point is Sony will never... Uh, it says the point is Sony will never put their exclusives, uh, exclusive games on Xbox for extra money. So why should Microsoft? Yeah, and I agree there too. Kenta Wilson drops an outstanding five dollars. Who just says finally Xbox is ready to take the gaming crown. Sony Drone drops an additional five dollars. Who just says porting games to PlayStation means the player is still in the PlayStation ecosystem. Microsoft wants you in theirs. Xbox and PC and mobile provided uh, provide that. I agree once again. We have the, the InfraBlade drops an outstanding additional $5. It just says Microsoft has made Xbox built-in multiplat. That's over 1 billion Windows 10 PC and over 1.8 billion Android devices all treated as Xbox consoles with the, uh, with the asking of the question, isn't that not enough? Uh, a very good friend of the show and generous friend of the show, Smitty Smith, drops an outstanding five dollars super chat and says, "If we were, if it were me, Elder Scrolls Online would be everywhere, but every everything else is exclusive to the Microsoft ecosystem." The Book of X, uh, Spartan Ghost, drops an additional uh, five dollars super chat and says, "PlayStation is only hundred million of three point of, of three billion gamers that mainly play on pc mobile and tablet asian and japan game pass is money start eating that ssd boys uh yeah we're gonna have to get some de definitely get uh, spend some money on ssd tech for sure uh because i was gonna full up rather quickly uh xbox taf drops another five dollars super chat and says would netflix put their content on amazon prime or hulu no why should Microsoft or Xbox put their content on Sony? Smuzz, two, uh, 24, uh, 246, I should say, drops an outstanding $5. Supergen says, all of Sony's net worth is $55 billion. Xbox net worth, $600 billion. Xbox does not need Sony. Xbox is in a bigger league. Uh, again, I'm not going to argue there. Reggie Mobile drops an outstanding $5. Supergen says, the boys isn't... Uh, uh, isn't in other platforms, DVDs and Blu-rays don't matter. Disney basically killed all Netflix, Marvel shows over stuff like this. Uh, we also have Sony Drone, who drops an outstanding $5, which is uh, Microsoft doesn't need to port to PS. Uh, everyone has a supercomputer to play Xbox games, remember. And that's talking about your phone. We have Reggie, uh, Reggie Mobile. Drops another $5 Super Chat and says, also, Xbox Paywall is only 15 bucks, not 
uh, uh, not a four slash five hundred dollar box. You're talking about for the for the PlayStation uh, Five. Yeah, that's true. Gamer by Choice drops an outstanding ten dollar super chances. I got my Series X. Good for you, dude. From listening to your show and getting a tip to go back to BestBuy.com. Oh, dude, congratulations on that. We have JD Storm drops an outstanding ten dollar super chat and says all the exclusives like Horizon and God of War were made by PlayStation. All of these Xbox titles from Bethesda and games like Hellblade were not made by Xbox, so it isn't a right trade. Yeah, but if they own the studios, even though it's it, it wasn't a, like a, uh, a I, I don't know, a, 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 pick any of the three four three for instance. It, but it's still their studio. If they 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 they, put, they paid for these studios, so they're in turn first party studios. We have um, JD Storm does an outstanding ten dollars super chat and says this: all of the exclusives like Horizon or God of War were made by play. Oh, I just read that. Sorry about that. Um, um, uh, Kambon Williams drops an outstanding wow twenty dollars super chat, dude. Thank you so much for your generosity. He says Microsoft has over hundred and thirty six billion in cash. Wow. Um, they don't care about making the 7.5 billion back quickly. Game Pass is the priority. Going exclusive drives Game Pass subs and more digital purchases on Xbox. It's a long play, folks. Aren't th folks aren't thinking? And let's see if I got them all so far. Well, yeah, we're almost done. Uh, we have um, Ali Kate uh, Ali Cat Blues uh, drops an outstanding five dollars super chances. I believe it's. It is necessary to look at this from a con from look at this from a console war perspective. Sony loyalists have shown time and time again they value exclusives. Indeed, they have. Jack Wu drops an outstanding eight dollars super chat and says, "If Sony dominates the console market next gen, Microsoft will put their games on all platforms. Money always is the number one goal." And Wilbo Gaggins once again drops another two dollars super chat and says, "If E3 comes back." The Xbox showcase would be stacked. Oh, indeed, it would. Uh, we also have um, Andrew M. Uh, Andrew M. drops a two dollars super chat and says, "Sega three billion, Square Enix eight billion, Capcom six billion. Choose one." I say, I say, take Capcom. That's just me because I'm a Capcom nerd. Um, and we also have uh, the last couple. Jack Wu drops an outstanding wow, fifteen dollars super chat. Thank you for that. Uh, competition between Microsoft and Sony benefits us consumers at the end of the day will benefit the most when they compete with each other. We win at the end of the day. Great things to come for consumers. Yeah, I, I agree with that. And we have the last one. Pixel Bit G, a very generous friend of the show, drops a $2 super chat and says, one straw is Series S white, Series X black straw. I'm not sure what that means. Maybe I missed out on something. But we have, wow, Reggie Noble, Mobile just became a channel member. Well, dude, thank you so much for that. That is ultra cool. Um, listen, folks, first of all, I want to say this. The, the Super Chats that have come in in the last couple of days, my God, my God, I cannot thank you enough. The generosity is going to be returned to you tenfold. That's why my wife and I and my brother, Neo Mental, are doing so many big giveaways uh and uh just you know stay tuned man uh, uh the one the, the big the big show in for christmas christmas is boom that we do every year that's a 500 day for the community and that's that's a lock and and i'm working on potentially even doubling that um we, we're working on getting some big really really big prizes and you're going to be quite shocked on what we're going to attempt to give away on that show and you know something that's not even a show you got to be a channel member. You don't even got to be a Patreon member. Hell, all you need to do is come that day, hang 
hang out with us and just enjoy the holiday spirit. And we're going to be giving away stuff like Santa Claus, and it's going to be awesome. And, of course, listen, folks, again, Zemi, you and I uh, are going to be momentarily jumping into Twitch to, again, potentially kill the entire cast and crew of Man of Madon because either your skills are too uh, slow when it comes to heartbeat monitors or I'm, <laughs> I'm making all the wrong decisions. You're just making bad choices, man. I'm just making bad choices and I'm <laughs> killing everybody. So we're going to try and murder everyone on that cruise ship yeah. before we're done. We're going to be doing that right after this on Zemi's Twitch channel. So Zemi, do me a favor, brother. Tell everyone about your outstanding YouTube channel, which you have two of them. One, because you're a master chef in hiding that needs to put up some more content. And also where they can reach out to you on Twitter. Yeah, you know the hiding part? You were never more true about that. Um, but <laughs> but yeah, I, guys, I do have two YouTube channels. The first one's called Zimmy Games, uh, where, I pun where I post a bunch of um, uh, game tutorials, gaming news, reviews, that type of stuff. My second YouTube channel is actually called Zimmy Eat, where I post uh, cooking recipe videos and food reviews. And uh, I haven't actually posted a video in quite some time. I need to, I need to get on that. Um, a lot of stuff just going on. Uh, and then I also have a, uh, a Twitter page that you guys can uh, follow me at Zimmy Games. And if you heard something on today's show that I said that you agree with, or even if you disagree with it, I always like to say uh, to everyone, you know, if, if you want to, feel free to send me a DM. My DMs are always open. And I yep. always look forward to talking to anyone in the community. Uh, it's just something I really enjoy doing. And, and I, you know, I, I learn a lot by doing that, by hearing other people's opinions, I, I think really is a way for everyone to kind of, you know, I think it helps everyone shape their own opinions, right? Uh, and then as Boom also referred to, um, directly after the stream, me and him, we will be on my uh, Twitch uh, channel uh, called Zimmy Games. And we will be playing Man of Madon, and I will be doing a lot of battle cries, aka streaming. <laughs> and uh, boom, boom! Well, he 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 told me that 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 he's gotten scared a few times too. But he, I, did. Uh, I definitely jumped a couple of times for sure. No yeah, well, well, see, I have a camera on me, so I can't hide those. Uh, <laughs> but 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 also, I can't stop but screaming like a little girl either. So it, it, you know, either way, either way, I'm I'm just yeah, I can't hide it. Well, it's going to be fun to uh, finally finish that game. And the second yep. part will be out mo uh, soon, I believe, uh, b before Halloween, if I'm not yeah. mistaken. So that's going to be soon. really cool. Uh, Kirby Louise, first of all, dude, thanks so much for jumping in and taking the time to hang out with us. We super appreciate that. Uh, why don't you tell us uh, where people could find you on social media and what other interesting uh, things you have going on? Well, but first, I want to thank you again for having me, um, on, especially on such short notice. Uh and you can find me on social media at Twitter with, and my uh, username is Kirby Zero Luis. And you can, I know, always DM me as I have my DMs open. I mean, as long as you don't post, as long as you don't send me something completely stupid, I'll probably read it and respond if I can. Um, and I am uh, hard at work on my game engines, and I plan to. Uh, keep people up to date um nice. on any advancements i make though it seems like uh right now in the world of tech it's uh feature sets are advancing faster than i can implement them so i'm kind of like working backwards almost um but you know that's all good and uh you know if you want to get in contact with me go right ahead well, listen. I, I again, you, you're 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 a young dude with uh, some big aspirations. You're doing it. You're doing stuff that we all wish that we could do. You have the you have the 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 uh, 
the, you know, the brain to put this stuff from paper to actual uh, process. So that that's a big deal. And again, congratulations on working with Microsoft. And, and hopefully that turns out to be something uh, really big for you. Again, thanks so much for coming on here, brother. And we'll have you on a more proper show where it's more structured, where I'll do, you know, I actually write up the scripts and everything. Um, real quick before we get out of here, we James176, a very generous friend of the show, drops another $5 super chat and says, hey, boom, is, is Kojima still on contract with Sony? And could they announce a bundled version of the Series S or X game? That's that's interesting. I don't know what could what Kojima is doing right now, but I, I there is a question here coming up from a very good friend of the show, very in fact, in fact great friend of the community, Delilah HD, and she actually asked a question. Um, did um, the uh, here, here it is? She says influencers received their X's today. Listen, I don't know. I did this is the first time I'm hearing of it. I'm going to make a couple of calls because I'm going to be honest. I had Major Nelson on my show. I'm hoping and I'm praying that my show is worthy enough to do an unboxing of the Series X, potentially even review it. Um, hopefully, Microsoft, someone from their team is listening. They're like, yeah, listen, you know, Xbox Factor pushes the brand. They do it in a proper manner. It's a great place to hang out. I'm, you know, I'm social, socially responsible and I represent the brand well. I would love, 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 love to be able to be one of those influencers that in, do, in fact, get a Series X before it's released so I can, you know, give my review of it and, of course, do an unboxing video. Fingers crossed, and maybe the gaming gods will, of course, answer. But anyway, listen, we had almost 1,200 people here. Again, another record-breaking show. Thank you, uh, you know, the, the guy and gal gamers that took the time to hang out with us for over 90 minutes to talk about a subject that I thought was, was worthy of a conversation. So of course we're going to see you back here tomorrow at noon where we're going to be having the Xbox Pope join us to talk about his company. I hope that we can get a big turnout for him. He is an amazing human being. He is an amazing community member and someone that's going to tell us a story that you're only going to get here live on the Xbox Factor podcast. So tune in tomorrow at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And of course, I'm going to close out the show with something that's important to me, and hopefully it will be important to you one day. And it's something that my dad taught me when I was a kid. It made me not only a better police officer, but it made me a better human being. And he used to say, son, treat others how you want to be treated. And also, it doesn't cost anything to be nice. You live by those rules, and I can guarantee you you're going to have an awesome day. So take care, everyone. Enjoy gaming on whatever device you're playing on. And treat others again. Really, be, be be this world sucks right now. Be a better person. Be a good guy or gal. And I'm telling you, you're gonna get you're gonna get paid back in spades. Take care, everyone, and we'll see you tomorrow on the newest episode of the Xbox Factor Podcast. <laughs> <laughs>